0: We begin to look at this message today called Looking Ahead. Uh, I, I want to encourage you. If you were not here last week, would you please go online and listen to the message? Download it on your iPod and listen to it. Get a CD after the experience today and listen to it. That message is so foundational for where we're headed for the rest of the series. You really, really, really need to listen to last week's message. And I, I talked to you about last week the path principle. I don't have time to cover all that material again, but I want to quickly just give you an overview of what we talked about last week. The path principle. Basically, what we said last week is that your direction... Not your hopes, not your dreams, not your goals, not your prayers, not your intentions will determine your destination. We said last week that if you got on I-40 and went east, that no matter how much you prayed, dreamed, or hoped, you will not end up in California. Because the path you're on is taking you in a different direction direction. And we said last week that when it comes to our lives, there's a huge disconnect from where people, from where people want to be and the path that they are on. And we learned last week that the principle of the path, that our path, not our hopes, dreams, wishes, hopes, prayers, will determine our destination. And what I want to cover with you today is I want to answer the question, how do you know which path to take? Herbert, I understand that the path I take will determine my destination. How do I know which path to take? Here's what I know. Nobody wants to wake up in their 20s and wish they would have taken a different path in their teens. Nobody wants to wake up in their 30s and wish they would have taken a different path in their 20s. Nobody wants to wake up in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s, and wish they would have taken a different path in, in their 30s or in their, in their 40s. But here's the deal. You only get to be a teenager once. You only get to be a, a in your 20s once. You only get to be in your 30s once. You only get to be a senior in high school once. For some of you, two times. I understand. We... we. We, we love you anyways. Amen. Amen. You, you, you only get to have your first year at college once. You, you, you only get your first marriage once. You, you, you only get to raise your kids once. There are many stages in life and there's no time to waste because you only get to do each stage once. You don't get to back up. And start over again. And friend, when it comes to time, time is life. And the last thing you want to do is waste your life. The last thing you want to do is dream, hope, and pray in one direction. And then get on a path that is taking you in an entirely different direction. Here's the deal, church. If you get lost while you're driving your car, you may waste 10, 15 30 minutes to get back on the right path. But if you get lost in life, you can waste years of your life and end up at a wrong destination because you took a path that led you to a destination that you did not desire. Herbert, how do I avoid the wrong path? Herbert, how do I choose the right path so that I can end up at the right destination? Today, we're going to cover one scripture. That's it. We're going to look at one scripture. We're going to unpack that scripture. And if you will listen to this scripture, memorize it, and apply it to your lives, it will help you choose the right path and to keep you on the right path. Here's the one short scripture we're going to talk about today. Proverbs twenty-seven, twelve. The prudent see danger and take refuge. But the simple keep going and suffer for it. Now we're going to memorize this together right now. Everybody shout. And I want everybody to participate. Everybody shout Proverbs 27, 12. Proverbs 27 12. Okay, repeat after me this. The prudent see danger, prudent see danger. and take refuge. The simple, the simple keep going and suffer for it. Suffer for it. Now we're going to have a competition. And I'm going to see who's really participating. All right, this half of the room, this is a team. This half of the room, you're a team. All right, we're going to start on this half of the room. Come on, repeat after me. Proverbs 27, 12. Proverbs 27, 12. The prudent seed danger... And take, and take refuge. The simple keep going, simple keep going. And, suffer and suffer for it. That's good. All right. You got some work to do over here. All right. I want to hear y'all now. All right. All right. Proverbs 27 12. Proverbs 27, 12. <laughs> the, prudent the prudent see danger and take refuge. And take refuge. The simple keep going. And suffer, and suffer for it. Okay, all the left handed people, I'm just messing with you. I'm just <laughs> but I want you to get this now. This one verse will revolutionize your life. The prudent see danger and take refuge. The simple keep going and suffer for it. In this verse of scripture, you have two people, two responses, and two. Outcomes. Understand that in every area of our lives, spiritually, financially, marriage, parenting, career, health, we are one of these two people. Hear this. In every area of our lives, we are one of these two people. Let's today look at these two people. The two people. Number one, as you follow along with me in your bulletin notes and fill in the blank, number one is this. We're going to look at the prudent person. The prudent person. A prudent person is a wise person. That's simply what prudent means is, 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 the, is, is wisdom, is, is wise. And a wise person understands that life is connected. Everybody say connected. That's important for you to grasp. A wise person understands that life is connected. They understand that there is a cause and effect to life. They understand that there is a relationship between yesterday, today, and tomorrow. They realize that what they do today will affect their tomorrow. They understand the path principle. The path I choose today will determine my destination tomorrow. So they are prudent. They are wise about the paths that they choose. Let's look at the second person. The second person is the simple person. The simple person. The simple person is a naive person. A simple person thinks life is disconnected. Everybody say disconnected. That they think that today is about today and tomorrow is about tomorrow. That they don't connect the dots the, the the simple person thinks that they can make bad decisions today and somehow everything will just work itself out tomorrow the the, the naive person thinks they can get on i40 and go east and somehow they're going to end up in california just somehow it's going to work out they're naive they think their good intentions their hopes their dreams and their prayers will somehow help everything to turn out okay even though they're on Wrong path. They're, they're simple, the Bible says. They're, they're naive. That, that's the two people that we're going to look at today. Let's look at the two responses. <clears throat> the two responses, and I'm going to give you plenty of illustrations on how to apply the scripture to, to your lives. So, so, so just hold on. Two responses. The prudent see danger and take refuge. The prudent see danger, uh, in other words, they, they, they see a problem. They see a concern, they see an issue, they see a sin, they they, they see that down the road, there's going to be a, a problem, there's going to be danger, and they do something. The Bible says they take refuge. They take a different path. Now I want you to notice the response of the simple person. The simple see danger and keep going and keep going that they see a problem, they see a concern, they see an issue, they, they see a sin, they they see that down the road there's going to be danger, and they just keep going. And they think that everything will just work itself out somehow. And if you ask a simple person, And some of you have asked a simple person this question. If you ask a simple person, do you see that if you continue on the path that you're on, that there's going to be danger up ahead? Do you see that? And the simple person would say, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I I really ought to do something, huh? Yeah, I know. Mama told me. I, I know I. I really ought to stop doing that, don't you think? Yeah, I, I know. I I really need to make a change, don't you think? And you say, Well, well what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Keep going. You're simple. You 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 see danger, and it's like getting in your vehicle and driving 80 miles an hour down the freeway, and there's a brick wall one mile away, and the simple, instead of exiting off, instead of turning, instead of slowing down, they go even faster, 90 miles an hour, because they think when they get to the brick wall, it will just magically disappear. He's just going to work himself out. No, 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 that's... Simple, that's being naive. I want a little audience participation one more time to just look at your neighbor and ask them this question Are you simple? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, go ahead, ask him. Ask him. (laughs) Are you simple? And of course, of course, of course, most of you would say, No, I'm full of wisdom. But, but the Bible, I didn't say, it. the Bible says that when you see a problem in the future and you don't do anything about it except say, well, I know I need to. The Bible says you're simple. Somehow you think you can get on I-40 East and end up in California. That's naive. You, you know, Pastor, I... I know I shouldn't be dating him. I know I shouldn't be dating her. I mean my my parents have warned me that, that they, they see danger and I, I I I know there's a few issues in our dating relationship and we argue a lot but he just beats me every other day, you know? I mean I, I I know it's not it'll I mean, you know, I I know. I I know he didn't have a job, but we love each other and I So so you see danger, right? Yeah. So what are you going to do? Keep going I, I know the doctor said in my last appointment that I need to start eating healthier and, and my cholesterol levels are a little high and, and uh, he told me that my blood pressure is a little high and, and he said you know if you keep down the road you're on I mean in just a couple of years you're going to have some, some issues and, and the doctor and, and there's danger and so, so what are you going to do about that keep going I mean I may change a few things Like tomorrow when I go to McDonald's for lunch and I get that double meat cheeseburger with extra bacon and a large order of fries and give me one of them big banana splits and I want extra fudge and I need to do better, so give me a Diet Coke. What are you doing? I'm going to keep Going I, I I know we should move in together, I mean I know I, I know the Bible says that we all not move in together and, and and I know I know God wouldn't be pleased with that, but but you know me and God got a special thing, God, God knows my heart, <laughs> and the Lord knows that I mean we're going to save money and I mean I know what the statistics say I know but we'll beat the odds i mean i I know what they say about moving in before i I know so 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 you, you see danger right, so what are you going to do? keep going I know our marriage is drifting apart and, and we're not near as close as we used to be and we're not communicating like we used to be and, and, and I know there are issues and so what, what are you going to do I mean you ought to go get counseling you ought to go get some help well, I mean it's going to work out it, it'll be okay I know we're going east but we're going to end up in California it, it's going to be alright it'll be alright I mean we haven't argued in two whole days I know he's been out of town. (laughs) Well, what are you going to do about it? Just keep going. I know we need to downsize the house. And I know if one emergency happens that, that we're going to be up a creek and, and we can't afford to be in this house. And everybody says, listen, you're in financial trouble and your credit cards are maxed out. You need to make some lifestyle changes. You got to do something different with your finances. You're consuming everything that you get. I mean, I know there's danger. And if we get in one crisis, there is a problem that could happen tomorrow, next week. Now, I mean, there are issues. What are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? Just keep Going. I know I need to get my family in church. I know, I know my family needs to get in church. I'm looking at the direction my kids are going. Man, it's not good. I look at my wife and I's entertainment and the things that we liked. And I mean, this is not a good path. And I know spiritually things are not good and we need to get in church. And mom and daddy keep telling us we need to get in church and need to raise our kids in church. And I'm afraid they're going to end up down this. Oh, I don't want to see my kids. So what are you going to do about it? Just keep going. And the Bible says that when you see danger ahead and you don't do anything except say, well, I know I need to. Well, we should. We ought to make a change. The Bible says you're simple. You're naive. And I want us to look at the two outcomes. We've looked at the two people. We've looked at the two responses. Now I want us to look at the two outcomes. Right before we do, just look at your neighbor and say, this message is not for me today. I don't need it, but I'm glad you're here. Just tell him that he is not talking to me. I'm, I'm wise, but I'm glad you showed up because you did it. You don't miss next week either. That's right. Two outcomes. Number one is this. The prudent are safe. The prudent are safe. Prudent people don't wait until their life is about to fall apart to do something. The Bible says that when they see danger coming miles away, that they take refuge. They take refuge and therefore they're kept safe. The prudent don't wait until they're at the brink of disaster, until they're about to hit the brick wall and finally do something. No, that's not how the prudent respond. They see danger way in the future. And they take refuge. They take a different path. And therefore, they're kept safe. Let me tell you something about prudent people. Whenever you become a prudent person, the world thinks you're foolish. They do. They, they, think, you're, they think you're goofy. Because let me tell you about prudent people. They look foolish because they don't respond to today. They respond to tomorrow. You see, the prudent, they see danger tomorrow and they respond today as if it were tomorrow. And they look foolish. That's not how our world operates. Our world operates. They think life is disconnected. They think today's about today and tomorrow's about tomorrow. I will not think about tomorrow. I'm just going to do what happens today. Everything will work out tomorrow. But the prudent person says, no, no, no. I see danger tomorrow and I'm going to respond to tomorrow like it's today. And everybody else around you thinks you're crazy. Why are you worried about five years from now and danger? To, what, what do you think? I'm, I'm prudent. The banker just approved us for a new home loan and this is our dream house and we can even afford the payments in our monthly budget and the prudent person they've told all their friends all their friends are excited you got your dream house all right i'm so excited for you but the prudent person begins to think about five and ten years from now and they begin to think if i get this house i will not be able to save anything for a rainy day if i get this new home I will not be able to invest anything into retirement. And though everything's okay today, I'm thinking about five years and 10 years and 15 years from now. And prudent people say, I'm not gonna just respond to today. I'm gonna think about tomorrow and respond to tomorrow like it is today. And so I'm not going to get the house because I see danger down the road with my retirement and savings. So I'm not gonna make that move Your friends are like, what's wrong with y'all? Get the house. They said you can afford it. No, no, I'm I'm prudent. I know I look goofy, but I'm prudent. You see, the prudent person, they they know that next Sunday is Super Bowl Sunday. And all the fellas are coming over to my house to watch the Super Bowl. And all I got is a 19-inch television black and white. And all the boys got a 60-inch TV. I got to get to the store this week and get me a 60-inch flat screen LCD, HD, baby. And because if the boys come over, they're going to laugh at me. That's what you watch TV on every day. (laughs) Woo! But the prudent person says, you know what? I could buy this TV today because I got a credit card. I can't pay cash for it, but I can put it on my credit card. You know, some people think credit cards are the same as cash until they get that bill in the mail, and that bill says you're going to pay interest. And the prudent person says, you know what? If I get this TV today, the fellows will think I'm cool. But in 30 days from now, six months from now, two years from now, I'll still be paying more. I'll pay pay more than what I bought that TV for because of interest. And so I'm going to respond to tomorrow like it's today. I'm not buying the TV. They'll just have to laugh at me. They won't ever understand it. But I'm prudent. That person at work, that guy, that girl, keeps flirting with me. And I'm a married man. I'm a married woman. And they, they're flirting with me. They're, they're putting out all the signals. They're dropping by my desk, my office, my, my workplace all the time. Wanting to talk and connect with me. And now all of a sudden, this person at my work, they, 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 they say, listen, we need to go out on a on a business lunch together, just me and you. Everybody knows in the office, I mean, man, you better go. You better, you better get, get with him. You better go because you can get the raise. You might get the promotion. I mean, this may, this may be your, 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 your your road in. And the prudent person says, you know what? I can think about today and the race today, but, but I realize if I go to lunch with this person and, and then it may end up at dinner and, and this person likes me and this is not an event. This is a path. And all affairs start the same way. I mean, you don't have to write a book about how an affair starts. I know how one starts. It just starts you two people start connecting. And the prudent person starts to think about tomorrow and next week and six months from now. And the prudent person says, you know what? I don't really care about the raise that much. I'm thinking about my family and my marriage, protecting my reputation. You know what? I'm not even going to go down. If you want to hook up with me and talk about business, we're going to get with somebody else and do this thing with three other people or four other people. I'm not going to do that. And everybody at work goes... Look at the Christian. Oh, so holy, 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 holy. You're so holy, 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 Jesus freak. Because they don't get you. They don't understand why you would make a decision. But you're not making a decision based on today. You're looking at tomorrow and you're acting like tomorrow is today and you're prudent. You're prudent. And people don't understand. Prudent people they think we're we're foolish. Let's look at the the second outcome, the second outcome, the prudence seed danger, and they take refuge and are kept safe and Let me say this about prudent people. I think this is worth worth saying to you. You know something about prudent people. they may look foolish, but prudent people avoid pain, they avoid hurt they they avoid losing their trust with the people they love the most. They love that that they they they, the prudent people they avoid complicating their lives. They they avoid unnecessary problems because they see danger coming a mile away and they take refuge and they avoid the pain and the hurt, the disgrace, the trauma of just keep going. Prudent people they take refuge and they are kept safe. Number two is this. The second outcome is the simple suffer, the simple suffer, the simple see danger coming, but they just keep going. They stay on the same path. And the Bible says in Proverbs 27, 12, they suffer for it. Now, don't miss this next statement. It's very important that you grasp this. The simple suffer because there are points in life where there is no return. There are points in life where there is no return. In other words, if you are going down a wrong path and you just keep going down that path, you will get to a place of no return. You will get to a place where all of your options are bad. You have three options now and none of them are good. And now you're sitting there and you're thinking to yourself, if I could just back up 10 years. Man, if I could just back up five years. If I could just back up three months. I have better options but I saw danger and I just kept going and now I'm suffering because of it if you wait till you're 65 or 70 to start thinking about retirement you waited too long you begin to think as you're 65, 70 years old and you have nothing for retirement and, and, and now you're, you're suffering for it and, and people told you in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s I mean, there were, there were danger signs there were, there were warning signs people were telling you you have to downsize your house you got to quit driving a new car every other year you have to quit spending everything you make I mean, you got to quit trying to keep up with everybody else you got to put something away you got to start saving you got to start investing and, and they were telling you and you saw danger signs years ago but you know, you just kept you just kept going and you thought somehow everything would just work itself out and 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 i if you're in that place i hate it for you i mean i i really do empathize sympathize but you know what happens when you just keep going you suffer for it ladies once you get pregnant it's too late to start thinking about do you love the guy or not And now you're at a point of no return. And, and now you've got yourself in a predicament. And you do have options, but none of them are desirable for you. And if I tell the guy, he doesn't even, we're not married. And I, I think he just wants me because of sex. I don't know that he loves me. And do I, I don't even know if I like him. And, and I, and I want to go to college and I got to have a baby. What do I do? It? And, and you went to a point because you chose your path. And now you're suffering because of it. The doctors told you appointment after appointment, your health is declining and you saw danger. The doctor said, you got to change what you're doing. And, and it's too late when you're in the hospital with the heart attack and about to die to say, you know what? I should have changed my eating habits. And, and, and now you're, you're suffering because of it. The, the marriage has been drifting apart and you saw danger and you saw danger and you saw danger. People told you, you need to get some counsel. You guys need to work through this. You got to start communicating. You got to work. And you just kept going. And it's too late to say, I'm going to work on my marriage. Once you're in divorce court, arguing about who's going to get the dog, the cat, and the car, and the house. It's too late. It's too, it's too, you don't get to back up and start over again. And now you're at a place and you're suffering because of it. It's, it's too late once your kids are out of the house and, and they have no biblical training and, and ha- haven't got any Christian friends that they don't know the word of God they haven't been taught principles like you're, you're learning today and, and they're out there and they're living wild and doing their own thing and you're thinking, man, I wish I could raise them again and get them in church and, and, and I wish I would have taught them godly principles and raised them in a church I wish I would have got in church years ago and, and, and now you're you're suffering because of it it's too late when you're addicted to talk about i wish i would have been more disciplined because now you're hooked and you saw danger years ago people told you you're drinking too much hey you need to quit staying hanging around that crowd you know they they get hot you need you need to you need to be be careful you've been spending a lot of time on that internet You've been been talking to her too much. You've been talking to him a whole lot. You better better cut. You better stop. And you had danger. And you just kept going. And now you're suffering because of it. And you know what happens to simple people? When they start suffering, they, they blame God. God, why did you do this to me? God, why did you let this happen? God, don't you love me? Don't you care about what I'm going through? And God says, absolutely, yes. I couldn't love you anymore than I love you right. I love you so much. But please don't blame this on me. I didn't do this to you. You, you did this to yourself. You see, here's how it works. God is a God that works through laws and principles laws and principles and you can't break god's laws and principles you just break yourself against them it's kind of like if you get on top of a large building a tall building there's this law called gravity and if you jump off a tall building and fall and break your legs you can be mad at god and curse god but that's not god's fault there's a law called gravity And you will never break the law of gravity. You'll just break yourself again. And you can be mad at God and say, God, I didn't do that to you. And there's a law called the principle of the path. There's a principle. There's a principle. And God said, listen, I've told you this 3,000 years ago that, listen, the prudency, danger, and take refuge, the simple keep. cool. I said that 3,000 years ago. And they suffer because of it. Here's how I want to close this message today. Some of you are on a wrong path today. All the danger signs are there. Thank God that he's got a grace and mercy forgiveness a God of a second chance. And here's what I'm telling you today. You see danger. You got to do something today. Today. No no more, you know, I need to. I I know I should change. I I know we should. No, No more of that you got to do something today. And here's the deal. Here's the thing about Christianity. Here's the thing about following God. Is people confuse, confuse conviction with being close to God. And they feel convicted. Some of you feel that way right now. You feel convicted. But you know, the tragic thing is there will be many of you that will leave out of this place convicted. You know the right thing. You know what you should do. And some of you will leave and just keep going and yet you think you're close to God because you feel convicted and that has nothing to do with being a follower of Christ that's just being religious and you know what religion does for you and me nothing not only does it do us no good it does us negative good because we come to church and we feel convicted and we feel close to God and we go oh that was a great message oh thank you preach pastor preach boy teach, teach that word and you feel good about yourself and give a little money an offering, sing songs, hear the sermon, oh, and you just feel goosebumps and you leave and you just keep going. And today, you need to do something. You need to exit off I-40 East, do a U-turn and get on another path. And if you don't, one day, You'll suffer because of it. The prudent see danger and take refuge. The simple, keep going and suffer for it. Lord, thanks for your word. Thanks for your presence.